Praise the Lord. I'm not hearing your response. Praise the Lord. I don't think you are here. Praise the Lord. Okay, let me see that you are here. If you are here, jump on your feet and shout hallelujah. Can you shout it louder than your neighbor? Can you scream hallelujah? Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. I want to thank God for the privilege of being here this afternoon. And I want to celebrate God's servant and his beautiful wife, wife P. Daniel, and his wife. Can you help me put your hands together and celebrate Jesus in their life? I don't think I'm hearing you well. Can I hear you? Can I hear you? Can you celebrate them? Can you celebrate them? Hallelujah. Amen. At the same time, I want to celebrate you that is here today. So I want you to put your hands together and celebrate yourselves. I keep saying anytime I'm privileged to speak to people, particularly the young people of our days, I always say that I thank God for the future that is brewing because we are confident that tomorrow is well. And so I'm excited that you are here today with all the sacrifices of this meeting, willing to be soaked with the rain. My prayers, I've been praying ever since, is that none of you that is here today will be disappointed. And you will not return the same way you came. You are going to be 10 times better, 100 times better, 1,000 times better in the name of Jesus. If you believe it, shout a big amen. Hallelujah. Rise to your feet, everybody lift your hands to heaven. You reign. Everybody rise to your feet. You ancient Zion king. Lift your hands above God your head. And let's take that song you together. On your yes, sir.
Father, we celebrate you this afternoon. Thank you for what you have been doing since the inception of 2023, Wahema. We bless your name. We give you glory. We have come at this session. The Lord, you will open our eyes to your word. And you will cause a revolution in our lives. Let your rain fall. Let your rain fall. Let your rain fall. And Lord, we will give you the glory. Thank you, bless the Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Celebrate Jesus and please take your seat. Put your hands together and celebrate Jesus. Daniel, God bless you. You know I love you. The Lord keep increasing you more and more every day in Jesus' name. We are proud of what you are doing. All we can ask for, God is more strength for you to do everything that God has deposited in the inside of you. God bless you. And my dear angel, beautiful inside and outside. I love you. I'm sure you know that. God bless you real good in Jesus' mighty name. Now please give me your attention. I'm going to be breaking open the word to us this afternoon. After which, I'm going to be leading us in a very strategic prayer. After I have shown you what the Lord has sent me to do here. Everyone that holds the microphone here has a, an, has a message, has an assignment. And I'm here to fulfill that assignment and I know that assignment will be a great blessing to your life in Jesus' mighty name. You will agree with me, church, you will agree with me, everybody, that we are actually, when it comes to Christendom, we are in the era and the dimension of the supernatural. We're in a dimension of supernatural grace, a dimension of impossibility becoming possible. We are in a dimension of unusual strength. And particularly, I want you to hear me very well, we're in a dimension of encounters. And this afternoon, I've come to share with you rain as a form of encounter. It's like a metaphor that can be used to describe different levels of encounters, personal encounters with the Lord. I know that rain, when you talk about rain, rain can be a form of God raining down his blessings. But beyond that, we talk about rain of his presence. We can also talk about the rain of God's favor. We can particularly talk about the rain of God's word. When God gives us enlightenment and illumination to understand the multidimensional aspect of the word of God. Rain can be a form of rain of instructions. Instructions that will guide you, teleguide you, that will monitor you to where heaven is taking you to. And of course, I cannot but say rain can be described as a rain of power. When power comes upon his people, power that is infused like an energy in the inside of us that makes us to do what either to some people will say we are not able to do. And beyond that, power that makes us to deal with forces of darkness. Regardless of the corporate grace and the corporate experience that we have been having in this auditorium and in this meeting for these days, I know this is the second day, I know the volunteers have had their sessions at the same time. I am here to talk personally to personal people, to individuals here today. I have come to challenge you. I have come to um, trigger something in the inside of you. I have come to ignite something in the inside of you. That will not just make you be a partaker of the corporate grace or the corporate reign, but that will make you to have your own reign upon your life. 
It is our individual and personal reign that actually takes us to the pinnacle of God's desires for our lives. And I want you to please listen to me carefully. I'm not here to bore you. I'm here to push something open in the inside of you. We are conversant with the scripture of Joel chapter 2, 28 to 29, when God says, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, your sons and your daughters. You are our sons, you are our daughters. You will prophesy. It's not ended also with the old men, nor with the old women, because the old men also shall dream dreams. He talked about pouring out his spirit upon all. But I've come to also understand that he may pour out his spirit upon all. But the question is, has the all taken what he has poured? That's where I'm going today. In Acts chapter 2, the Bible was talking from verse 1 to 4, how Pentecost came and the power of the Lord was released upon everybody and the cloves of fire rested upon people's head. And all of them began to speak. After that encounter, whatever happens in their individual lives is a function of their individual understanding and their individual encounters with God. To form a background of where I'm going, I would like you to read Amos 4 verse 7 quickly. Amos chapter 4 and verse 7. I'm sure they will put it on the screen. And I want us to read it together. Praise the Lord. Is it there on the screen? Alright church, let's read it together. Amos 4, 7, 1, 2, go. Also, I have withheld in the rain from you when there were yet three months to the harvest. I caused it to rain upon one city, caused it not to rain upon another city. One piece was rained upon, and the piece whereupon it rained not rained not withered. Praise the Lord. You may be asking what is she saying, but give me your attention. Now you will see that God is saying here, I make rain to fall on one city, and I decide not to make rain to fall on that city. We all experience it every day in our different areas when rain is falling, that you'll be at a particular place and rain is heavy. And another person will be at another place and there is no rain. These are all the beauties of the handiwork of God. But now, I have come this afternoon to tell you that, ladies and gentlemen, the rain that God has sent me to present to you is a rain that is associated with your personal life that will make you to be an institution and a voice in your world. A reign of your personal dealings with God. A reign of your personal encounters with the Lord. A reign that will forge you forward spiritually, physically, materially, financially, economically, and that will make you to be a rallying point in Mark 1, verse 30, Mark 1 verse 37, the Bible says of Jesus, all men are looking for you. I'm talking about the rain that will make men to gather and look for you. I'm talking about the rain that will make the eagles to see the carcasses that they need. And they will make them to gather around you. I'm talking about the rain that will make bees to cluster around you. Because of what you carry. I have come to ignite something in the inside of you today. That will make it to be an answer and a solution to your world. If you want to be that solution and an answer to your world. Can you lift up your right hand to heaven and say with me. Say father make me a solution. Make me an answer. I'm not hearing you. Can you shout it louder? Say, make me a solution. Make me an answer. By the time I'm leaving this place this afternoon, if your amen will thunder, I prophesy upon your life, God will turn you to another person. It will turn you to another man. 
in the name of the Lord Jesus. Somebody shout, say, I receive that grace. All right, let's go. I was praying and the Lord said to me, daughter, go and connect my people to what I call the reign of my mercy. The reign of God's mercy. Please follow me. He looked, he dissected. He tried to look at your speck. Tried to look at different persons that is here today. I'm not talking about gymnastics. I'm not talking about aerobics, whatever it is. I'm talking about dealings with the Lord. I'm talking about special personal encounters with the Lord. What is mercy? It's a love that responds to human need in an unexpected, unmerited way. It is compassion that is unexplainable. And the Bible makes us to know that they are new every morning. Mercy is the embodiment of God that accompanies our life and makes us to do what flesh will not allow us to do. Mercy is that personality of God, that aura of God that assists us, that pushes us forward, that supervises us, that endorses us, elevates us, and makes us to be distinguished in life. Ladies and gentlemen, in Psalm 23 verse 6, the Bible says, Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow you. Sometime early this year, the Lord said to me, daughter, two companies you need every day of your life that will make you to be an answer to your world is the friend, the companions of goodness and mercy. I have come to break down mercy. In Lamentations chapter 3 and verse 22 to 23, the Bible says, it is of the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed. Because his compassion, they fail not. They are new every morning. Which means every morning comes with his dose of mercy. Because God knows you can't survive the day without that dose of his mercy. In Ephesians 2, 4 to 6, please follow me. God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love where which he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, quicken us together with Christ. By grace ye are saved. And he said, has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, where we sit to administer and sit to be victorious in life. There are four things that God has asked me to come and do with us this morning, this afternoon, when it comes to mercy, the mercy. Somebody shall say the reign of his mercy. Can I hear you shout it? Young ones, can you shout it louder? Can you make it louder than your neighbor? Can you scream it at your neighbor? Say the reign of God's mercy is locating me today. The first mercy that God has asked me to come and showcase to you today. Listen. What I am telling you is like a prerequisite to the realms of anointing. It's like a prerequisite to the experience of the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. Mercy. The Lord said to me, he specifically sat me down and was telling me things that I need to come and encounter, that I need to come and deal with here. And he said to me, there are my people that are here today who are with all forms of iniquities all forms of iniquities and the Lord said I have sent you this day to come and show them that there is a reign of mercy that will clean and purify them now listen to me church hear me the Bible sent me here. I mean, God sent me here today. Sorry. He sent me here today to come and open you up to the rain that washes and cleanses and blots every form of iniquity from our lives. Young ones, we struggle with what hinders us from becoming the light of God. Some of you, 
may showcase yourself as light, but you know what you are dealing with in the secret. You know the things that are shutting up your mouth. I hope I will be able to preach today. I want your amen to tender. Whatever will take away your voice, whatever will make you not to stand and be able to talk out bold, as your amen will thunder, I ask mercy to overrule it. There are things we are dealing with. God said, there is a rain that washes, there is a rain that cleanses, there is a rain that equips you and makes you, ladies and gentlemen, to be who God wants you to be. There are things you are dealing with. We know our generation. Perilous times shall come. Men shall be lovers and begin to do. Go and read that scripture in the book of Timothy. What are you dealing with? What is the thing that is making you not to explore the grace that God has deposited or still want to deposit in your life? Could it be pride? Could it be fornication? Could it be pornography? Could it be whatever? The Lord God of heaven has sent me here today. There are people that came here specifically for what they are dealing with. What is killing them in the inside of them. The Lord said to me, daughter, if they don't deal with what is dealing with them, what is dealing with them will deal with them. Am I communicating here? And it will finish you. But I have come this day. Young ones, there is a place called there that God wants to take you to. As your amen will thunder, whatever is fighting you, as you will shout a big amen, I command them to die. Habits of life that will not allow you to dwell in the realms of God's reign. Habits, attitudes, attitudes that are stopping you, attitudes that are making you not to go far. Some of you should have gone beyond where you are today. But for attitude, for habit, for what is stopping you. I want to pray for as many as we stand up and shout amen. Every stopper of your destiny, I command them to be stopped today. I don't know whether I'm blessing anybody here today. Put your hand on your chest and say, Father, what is stopping me? Everything stopping me in the inside of me. Father, let it die. Lift your voice and pray that prayer for one minute. Battles within. Battles within. Battles we are dealing with. Hear me. God has taught me not to be deceived by whatever that people present. People can come and present themselves. Holy Ghost, Sister Mary, Brother Patrick, Brother Joseph, Brother Paul, Brother Peter. But something is dealing with you. I came today with a mandate from heaven to kill what is stopping you. Your generation is waiting for you. You will not disappoint that generation. Your world is waiting for you. You will not disappoint that world. Lift your right hand above your head and let your amen thunder. I ask for the reign of mercy. As you will shout amen, let it clean you up. Am I hearing your amen? I'm not hearing your amen. Look at your neighbor. Say, what is stopping you? We are stopping it today. I'm not hearing you. Come on, shout it to that neighbor. Say it again. Say it again. I'm not hearing you. Sit down, Psalm 103. Bless the Lord. Please, can I get water? Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Forget not all his benefits. Who forgive it? All thine iniquities. Who healeth? All thy diseases. Who redeemeth thy life from destruction? Hallelujah. The Lord is merciful. Verse 8, the Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and 
plenteous in mercy. Plenteous in mercy. How many of you need the mercy of the Lord this morning? How many of you need the mercy of the Lord? How many of you know that God sent me to you with this message? Say, Father, look at your word and let your mercy prevail upon my life. Clean me up. I'm not saying you are not born again. You are born again. Yes, you are. But you are struggling. Yes. The giftings of God are without repentance. But no matter how you are soaked in the rain, and you go back to what will stop you, you make a caricature of the anointing. You will not be able to go far. Life is distorted. Saul was so anointed. But he died like a man that was not anointed. Why? He didn't deal with what was dealing with him. He didn't deal with it. Mary, I mean, sorry, David was anointed. He had issues. But every day he prostrated before the Lord. Let your mercy prevail upon my life. It was mercy that made David's name to be a rallying point today. It's mercy that made him to be the friend of God and a man after God's own heart. Mercy. Mercy cleanses. Mercy purifies. We want to hide under the canopy of his mercy and ask God, Lord, let your mercy prevail. Clean me up. Deliver me from this oppression and frustration that makes me to be less than me. I want to be all that you want me to be. Another mercy is a mercy that God asks me to come and tell you to remove condemnation in your life. Condemnation. Romans 8, 1. There is therefore now no condemnation. But many of us are carrying guilt in our heart. God showed me, men, brothers, yeah, that have been in the court who has killed God showed me ladies in the house who are aborted and the guilt is not letting them go. God showed me people that have done terrible things but he said I have come this day to reign my mercy. That the guilt that you carry may be that weight on Calvary blotting out the handwriting that was written against us. He nailed it on the cross. Jesus carried it. He asked me to come and tell you, my mercy is available. If there's any rain that you need today, is the rain of God's mercy. Stretch your two hands to heaven and say with me, say, Father, I'm not hearing you. Come on, shout it loud and clear. Say, Father, let your mercy, let your rain of mercy clean me Wash me. Vindicate me. I'm not yelling. You come on, shout and Say, Father, let your reign of mercy vindicate me. Clean me. Cleanse me. Distinguish me in the name of Jesus. The Lord asked me to tell somebody in Romans 8 verse 1 and in the TPT translation, he says, I should tell you today, so now, the case is closed. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I'm not hearing somebody. So now. The case is. I'm not hearing you. Come on. Shut it. Say so now. The case. 
is don't allow yourself to be messed up there is mercy in the house today the third mercy God asked me to show you I'm watching my time is the mercy that qualifies the unqualified is the mercy that locates people in their low estate and pull them up is the mercy I don't know whether I ever told you a story in my life the last time I came low estate when mercy locates you it makes you to jump up it makes you to climb up a lady invited me to preach in the city of Ibadan and did flyer and was announcing it with joy and excitement and he was telling everybody you need to come and listen to this woman this woman is highly anointed and a man looked up and down and looked at the flyer and looked at that flyer and began to ease and he said what is wrong with you talking to that my guest my me my host what is wrong with you why are you shouting because of this girl on this flyer the woman said what do you mean this girl he says it not for her I know her very well I know her when she was wearing pants all over the place when she was when she was a small girl I know where she came from I know the family she came from I don't think there is anything good that can come out of her life the woman said what you are insulting my guest. He said, yes, I am telling you, I know this girl. This girl, she has nothing. She can't offer you anything. And so the woman fought and they left. On that day, he said, I'm not coming. I can't come and waste my time to come and listen to Fola. And that day, I don't know how God arranged it. He found himself in that meeting. And by the time I finished that meeting, he was one of those that the Holy Ghost fell down and was rolling on the floor up and down. And then, ladies and gentlemen, he stood up. My host did not tell me anything yet. He stood up and he looked at me. And I recognized him, that I know him truly. I know him truly from my beginning. I know him from my background. I know him from where I was coming from. Ladies and gentlemen, he looked at me and said, For lack, because he knows me by my full name. He said, For lack, he will look be me shubu. You are the one that fell me down. I said, It is not me. It is the God that is the inside of me that fell you down. Hear me, church. As your amen with thunder, mercy will locate you in your low estate. Mercy will pull you up. Mercy will announce you the reign of his mercy. Somebody shall say the reign of his mercy. Hello. Am I blessing you at all? Look at your neighbor. Say, I am the one. I am the one that this meeting is planned for. I'm leaving this place. Not in my low estate, but in my high estate. Ladies and gentlemen, Ezekiel said, and the spirit of the Lord entered me and stood me up. As your amen with thunder, I see the spirit of heaven entering into people there and standing them up for their world to see in the name of Jesus. Are you hearing me at all? So when they look at you and they said, look at him, they said to Moses, you are a stammerer in his low estate. Heaven pushed him up. Hello. They look at Jesus. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? He became the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. At the name of Jesus, every knee must bow. I thought somebody would help me finish. At the name of Jesus, every knee will do what? I'm not hearing you. Every knee will do what? I'm not hearing you. Every knee will do what? Every knee will do what? So let them talk their talk. But mercy is locating you. God is not looking for the perfect. God is not looking for the eloquent. God is not looking 
for those that are having first class. Am I communicating here? Mercy. When mercy locates you, it will pull you from where you are following after the sheep. Samuel said, Is there not any other son that you have? In 1 Samuel chapter 16, am I communicating to young ones in the house today? If I'm communicating with you, can you shout a big amen? Is there not any of your children? He said, There is yet but one. But he follows the sheep. He's not qualified. He's not qualified to be the voice that we are looking for in our generation. And Samuel said, that is him. Mercy has located him. God said, I have found David when I was coming. God said, there are 1,000 people here that I have shown favor unto. I found them. I'm going to equip them. Mercy is locating you. It doesn't matter whether you have money in your pocket. Greatness is not about money. Greatness is about grace. Am I communicating here? When the Lord look upon you and decide to pick you out, there is nothing anybody can do. Let them go and fall down and die. Mercy is locating somebody here today. You came for this meeting. You look as if everybody is better than you. Everybody shines around you. Everybody's voice is heard about you. But you are in your silent place and you are crying. You are pitying yourself. Excuse me. You are the one God sent me to today. That stop pitying yourself. Clean your face. The mercy of God. The reign of mercy has decided to turn to you. In the name of our Lord Jesus. If you are the one I'm talking to, come on, jump on your feet. Say, I'm the one. Hallelujah. Am I blessing you this afternoon? The reign of his mercy that locates you from your low estate, from where they never thought you can ever be. The reign of God's mercy. And I will combine it with the reign of God's favor. Hallelujah. In Psalm 16 verse 15, quickly, let's look at it. Psalm 16 verse 15. The Bible says, In the light of the king's countenance is life, and his favor is as a cloud of the latter day. Can we read it together? Can we go? In the light of the king's countenance is life. When God turns to you to have mercy on you, everything that is dead comes to life. And the Bible says, His favor is as a cloud of the latter day. Ladies and gentlemen, I have come this afternoon to connect you to three kinds of favor. Please follow me and let your amen thunder. Favor, what is favor? They will like you. What is favor? They will love you. What is favor? They will accept you. What is favor? The road will be made for you. The road will be cleared for you. Am I communicating to you today? If your amen will thunder this day, I prophesy, people will begin to like you. They don't like me. They ignore me. That is the reign of God's mercy and the reign of his favor. We just make something to beam out of your life and they will say you are the one that they are looking for. Oh, I just had a word now. As this year is running to an end, before December 31, as your amen will thunder, you will not be denied of that favor. Hey, 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 hey. You are not shouting amen. There is somebody here. Before December 31, the case is closed. the case is open hear me favor locate you they will accept you they will love you they will favor you they will push you forward mercy 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 I tell people I may not have what others have but what I have is enough and what I have is what they will need. Hello. Tell your neighbor, say what I have is what they will need. That is all. 
So don't deal, don't fight, don't cry. Hey, look at her. She's this, she's that, she's this. No, sir. When favor comes, whatever you don't have is not needed. But what you have will become the thing that they need. Did you hear what I said? Before December 31, as your amen will thunder, you will not be rejected from that post. Before December 31, as your amen will thunder, you will end with mega testimonies. The reign of God's mercy. Favor will locate you. I want to close. Two more, and I leave here. Are you happy with me here? Get ready, we're going to pray. We're going to pray. Proverbs chapter 20, and verse 28. He said, mercy and truth preserves the king, and his throne is upholding by mercy. Mercy and truth preserves the king and his throne is upholded by mercy. I don't know. Can you stretch your two hands towards me? I know this is a global meeting and some of you may not understand the Yoruba I want to speak but I will speak it and I will interpret so you do your hand like this and let your amen turn down. Thank you for those of you standing up. Please, three things I want to say in Yoruba and I want your amen to turn down. I will interpret. Please, global audience, permit me. That is how it's coming. Are you ready? I'm coming, oh, English audience. Can I continue? Let your amen thunder. Whatever place in your hand, it will not fall. Upon the staircase of your life, you will not come down. The joy heaven has packaged for you, it will not be spoiled. Ladies and gentlemen, sit down. One more thing I pray, I drop the microphone. Mercy preserves your truth. There are so many people that don't want you to become. But mercy is a fighter. Mercy preserves ministry. Mercy preserves our grace. Mercy. Ladies and gentlemen, mercy makes you to be secured. Mercy is a stabilizer of your time. Mercy and truth. He said the throne is your life. It shall not be messed up. The grace everyone have given you to enjoy 
it will not turn to disgrace. I don't know whether I'm communicating today. I prophesy upon you, child of God, as your amen with thunder, mercy will preserve you. I can talk to you, young ones, and let your amen sound. It is mercy. It is mercy that we deliver you from spoilers of destiny. And as your amen with thunder, though some of you know me well with this prayer, and I want to pray it again. Mercy on ladies and gentlemen, let your amen thunder. You will not marry blessed by mercy. It's mercy that keeps you away from destroyers of destiny, abortters of destiny. This afternoon, one thing I want us to cry for is the rain of God's mercy. The rain that will keep me from falling. The rain that will keep me. The mercy that will keep me from condemnation. The mercy that will bring me from the low estate of life. The mercy that will make my throne to be secured and preserved. And the mercy that will procure favor upon my life. Are we ready? Let me show you the last scripture and I put it together and I really, I dropped the microphone. Amen. What did I say to you today? What rain did I bring before you? The rain. Somebody shall say mercy. I'm not hearing you come and shout and say mercy. I'm not hearing you shout it louder, say mercy. Scream at your neighbor, say mercy. works together with judgment. Judgment. The honor of his mercy and there is judgment. In James chapter 2 and verse number 13 particularly in the NLT translation it says there will be no mercy for those who have not shown mercy to others. In Psalm 7 verse 6, the Bible says, Arise, O Lord, in thine anger. Lift up thyself because of the rage of my enemies. Awake to the judgment that you have commanded. Oh, I wish I have time to break down the scripture. In Jeremiah chapter 15 verse 2, the Bible says, And it shall come to pass, if they say unto you, Whither shall we go? Thou shalt tell them, Thus saith the Lord, Such are as are for death, let them die. Such as are for the sword, let the sword deal with them. Such that as for famine, let famine be their portion. Such as are for captivity, let them enter into captivity. My last word today, to as many as are the sound of my voice, if you will let your amen thunder, judgment has come to the wicked of your life. Hello, 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 hello. Bring the judgment that you have commanded. They that need to die, let them die. They that need to be put to shame, let them be put to shame. They that need to be slain with the sword, let them be slain with the sword. Because when God stretches mercy to you, He stretches judgment to your enemies. Am I communicating here? When the rain of mercy is extended to you, the rain of judgment falls upon your enemies. Are we ready this afternoon? Rise to your feet, everybody. And you begin to pray. Say, Father, let your rain of mercy, let it locate me. Can I hear you pray? Can you lift up your voice? 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 
can you lift up your voice? Reign of mercy. Those of you that need to be cleansed, those of you that are feeling condemned, I don't mind you finding yourself to the front. If you want me to pray over every habit, over every condemnation, let me just pray for you. Find your way to the front. Find your way to the front. I just want to pray for mercy over your habit. That's the instruction God gave me. Yes. Lift your voice. Look past my sins, my guilt, my shame, and poor your love. Yes, sir. You looked beyond me, oh. You looked beyond me, oh. You looked past my sins, my guilt, my shame, and poor your love. You looked beyond me, oh. Is a rain of his mercy. said to me, my reign of mercy is available over every sin, iniquities, and habits that have held you bound. Things that are stopping you from becoming your original, that is not making the light of the Lord to show forth in your life. Things that is making the devil to accuse you, accuse you when it comes to standing for the Lord. I didn't know you would be this messy. I'm grateful that I obey the Lord because I would have wanted to begin to shout to bless you. But I was very particular in obeying what he has sent me to. There will be so many blessings, so many power encounter, so many outpouring. But God wanted you to have this encounter today. I want you to kneel before the Lord and let your amen thunder. I prophesy as many as are the sound of my voice as your amen with other let the rain of mercy clean you up let the rain of mercy purify your life let the rain of mercy deliver you from this oppression let this stronghold be broken let this stronghold be broken. Let this stronghold be broken. Let this stronghold be broken. Let the stronghold be broken. Let this stronghold be broken. Break! 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 Addiction! Let it break! Let it break! Let it break! 
Rain of mercy, clean us up. Purify us. Change us. Change our spirit. Turn us to another man. Mercy. Mercy, Lord. As somebody here, you struck a covenant with blood. You use blood to seal a covenant. I don't have all the time. But I will pray. And I know this atmosphere, we do all that God wants to be done. You signed a covenant with blood. You did blood. A blood covenant. It's speaking against you. You can enjoy the outpouring of the rain. When you have things that are skeletons in your covenant. There's somebody here that I've killed before. And you feel condemned every time. You are in the house. You are in the house. You are here. You are here. You have killed. You have killed. But the reign of God's mercy. As many as can shout amen today. Let that rain cleanse you. I break that covenant. I break that covenant. I break that covenant. I break that yoke. 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 In the name of Jesus. Mercy Lord. Mercy Lord. Mercy, Lord, mercy, somebody shall mercy. Mercy, mercy, it's a mercy. We preserve you and we make you not to go back to your old vomit in the name of Jesus. I lift up my hands to heaven and I pray for as many as at the sound of my voice. No matter the pit where life has dumped you, as you will shout amen today, I see mercy pulling you up. You are rising. You are rising. You are rising. You are rising. I'm not hearing your amen, you are rising. You are rising. Out of that pit, out of that bondage, out of that yoke, you are rising. Mercy, mercy is lifting you up. Mercy is announcing you. Mercy, you are rising. I'm not hearing your amen. This day, today is 28, 29, 30, 31, three more days, three more days. If your amen with thunder, I see you entry 2024 like a king. You enter like a king. You enter honorable. You enter prospered. You enter favored. You enter lifted. In the name of the Lord Jesus. These three days, they are significant days. And I know the God that I serve has marked 1,000 people there. 1,000 by my own call on this altar by this mercy that are 1,000 of you I know you are so many here but he told me 1,000 if your amen with thunder enter the realm of mega testimony enter 
21 persons here. I'm sorry that's the number he's giving me. By the time you return home, after this program, hear me and let your amen thunder. God will waste the wicked of your life. I release judgment over the wicked, over the enemies, over the wicked, over the enemies. Reign of judgment, reign of judgment over the wicked, over your enemies. Reign of judgment over the evildoers, the backbiters, every evil. Reign of judgment over that sickness, over that shame. Shout amen three times. Everybody lift up your two hands to heaven. Father, today, I've delivered your word. And as a church, we shout amen three times. Every negative situation of your life. Listen to me before you shout amen. Every negative influence negative occurrences negative events of your life if your amen will turn down three times the case is closed I'm going the second time I close the case times you are going to shout and let your amen sound like never every good thing experience of the supernatural they are pouring of mercy that announces you and distinguishes you the spirit that opens you up to your world the Lord said to me, there's somebody here. Every greatness trapped in the inside of you. I want to shout. And you reply me by shouting. I open you up. I open you up. 